Welcome to Quick Hits, the only podcast that gets you smartinized. Today's episode, oh God. A while back, the Supreme Court had an opportunity to rule whether the phrase under God in the Pledge of Allegiance was constitutional or not. They shirked their responsibility, as they often do, by kicking it out on the most minor of technicalities, and so, as a result, it's going through the system again and will again be in front of the Supreme Court. A lot of folks don't realize that the phrase under God wasn't there originally, even though the pledge was written by a preacher. A preacher who, by the way, was a diehard socialist who just loved the idea of people pledging their allegiance to a flag and to a country. The phrase under God was put in in the 50s at the urging of the Knights of Columbus, right at the heart of McCarthyism, when we were trying to prove that we were superior to those godless communists. The phrase, godless communists, was bandied about so much that even today some unsmartenized people think that the phrase godless and communist go together, when in fact they really don't. The fact is that religion flourishes under misery and despair, and few things increase misery and despair as much as communism. In fact, I don't think I've ever met an atheist who's a communist, because atheists tend to be realists and approach things from a rational point of view, and with that mindset, Communism is so obviously stupid that it doesn't really appeal to atheists. Nonetheless, this is a very emotional issue, and lots of people are very upset about it, and so we'll be fighting it all the way up to the Supreme Court, and the Supremes will probably rule that under God is generic enough that we can leave it in there. But that's really not going to satisfy everybody. I have a solution for this. In fact, I have two separate solutions for it. Like most of my solutions, it has very little chance of ever being implemented, but the first one is one that everybody could do on their own. God doesn't refer to any one particular being. It's a title. It's like saying, I pledge allegiance to the mister, or I pledge allegiance to the missus. So why not personalize it? When you come to that part of the pledge, shout out the name of your particular deity. It might be a little chaotic, But that way you can be true to your own faith or your own lack of faith and say the pledge. It would probably sound something like this. And to the Republic for which it stands, one nation, under the with liberty and justice for all. Now when us atheists come to that spot, we could say, your imaginary friend. Or if we really wanted to be mystical, we could say, the invisible pink unicorn, which is a rhetorical device that we use in arguments, uh, probably a little more often than we should, but it's such a good device that it's hard to let it go. The other solution that I have to offer is, if we're going to rewrite the pledge, let's rewrite it completely. It's been rewritten half a dozen times already, so let's modernize it and update it. In an earlier podcast, I noted how we're not really America anymore. We're still the United States, but the ideals and principles that have made us America are really not in place anymore. 
So let's take that into account. Let's take a few other things into account too. For instance, we have seen in the past decade or so how easy it is to get out of murders or pedophilia if you have enough money. So we should be able to put that in as well. And as the population gets more diverse, different people have different gods that they worship. So my suggestion is, let's rewrite the pledge completely to something like this. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States that used to be America, and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, deeply divided, under many gods, with liberty as a fading memory, and justice for all who can afford it. Another issue that will probably land in the laps of the Supremes is the issue of In God We Trust being put on all of our money. The first coin that was ever minted in America was minted by Ben Franklin and didn't say In God We Trust on it. It was called the Fuego Cent, and on one side it had a picture of a sundial with wings on it, and it said Tempest Fugit, and on the other side of it, it said Mind Your Business. Now, some scholars feel that that simply meant tend to your own affairs. Back then, Americans were much more entrepreneurial than they are these days. But if that's the correct interpretation, it blows the whole premise for the rest of this bit. So we're going to ignore that and go with the more commonly accepted interpretation that it meant mind your own business. Keep to yourself. Don't be out there telling everybody else what to do and how to live. After that, money and coinage said, In God We Trust on it, and that persisted as a tradition until Teddy Roosevelt had a $20 gold piece issued that didn't say, In God We Trust. And his reason was a pious one. He felt that putting God on money, which was used for all sorts of unsavory things, was a rather blasphemous thing to do. Congress responded by passing a law requiring In God We Trust on every piece of money that we have. Now, as an atheist, I'm not really thrilled that God is on every piece of money that I have, but it's a minor annoyance. On my list of the thousands of things that annoy me, it's way near the bottom. It's somewhere below hangnail. Not really all that concerned about it. But I would like to offer a compromise. A compromise that would be useful, not only to us atheists, but also to everybody who's sick and tired of folks minding everybody else's business. I used to think that 80% of the problems in the world were caused by people minding each other's business, but the more I think about it, I realize I'm wrong. I think it's closer to 90%. If we could just get people to back off, to just shut the fuck up if it doesn't directly involve you, if it isn't your business, we'd all be in a much better place. So, my proposal is, leave in God we trust on all the coinage and all the money except for one. Take our most insignificant coin, the penny, and reissue it as the Fuego sent. Have the phrase on it, Mind your own business. And then when somebody comes along and wants to pass legislation or tell you how to live, you could throw pennies at them. In fact, if you throw them right, if you get just the right spin on them and you throw them on the edge, you throw them hard enough, 
you can embed one in their forehead. Yeah. And then what you want to do before they lose their balance or fall down is immediately do it again with a second one. Boom, boom. Now you have two pennies embedded in their forehead. And then you could walk up to them and say, mind your own business. Mind your own business. That's my two cents worth. And that's it for this episode of Quick Hits. If you've learned a little something, if you've changed your mind, hey, if you can just see a different point of view without necessarily agreeing with it, congratulations, you've been smartenized. It's been too long between shows, and I apologize to my listeners for that. It's just been so crazy busy for the past month, month and a half, that I just haven't had time to do this. But uh, now things have settled down a little bit, and I'm hoping to get back to my grueling schedule of two 10-minute shows a month. I'd like to encourage everybody to drop me a line. Tell me what you think about this. You'll find my email address in the MP3 tags of this file, or you can go to DaveHit.com. That's kind of my hobby site that's been accumulating garbage since 1999. Lots of things there for you to look at, including the email address. So send me a note. Tell me that you love it. Tell me that you hate it. Whatever. I'd love to hear from folks. If you're a podcaster, stop by the site podcastpeers.org. What we're trying to do there is create an Academy Award-style award for podcasters. So stop by, get involved with that. And as always, never forget that the Quick Hits Podcast is a journal of one man's opinion and therefore should not be taken too seriously. Seriously.